Good afternoon. I'm Chad Padgett here from Ninth and O Baptist Church, and I have a devotional today, brief devotions for uh, busy people. Most people um, agree or would say that laws are necessary in our society if we're going to function in any kind of orderly fashion. And so that means we have traffic laws, for example, that uh, require drivers to, to stop when you uh, when they approach a, a red octagonal sign with white letters on it. And we, we just all sort of agree that that's what we're going to do at a sign like that. Um, we have tax laws uh, that require payments from the people to uh, pay for necessary government services like our national defense, our highway system. And sometimes, I mean, if, if, if I'm honest, sometimes my obedience with those laws is uh, sort of a grudging obedience. Um, we do it because that's just what we're supposed to do. or We do it because we have to. Nobody likes to pay taxes, for example. Um, and we maybe sometimes even resent having to obey those laws because, I don't know, I might be in a hurry to get somewhere and I don't really want to take time to stop properly. And so you might just kind of ease on through an intersection and, and hope that nobody, nobody catches me. Well, about three months uh, after God brought the, uh, the Israelites out of Egypt in a, in a spectacular faction, fashion, uh, he called Moses to the top of Mount Sinai and gave him, gave him the law for the Israelites. And that law includes what we call the Ten Commandments given in Exodus 20, 1 through 17. We're not going to read all of it, but I do want to read just a, a couple of verses there. Uh, which begin with sort of a reminder of how God brought the, the Israelites out of uh, Egyptian slavery. And so Exodus 21, 20 verse 1 says, that, Then God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And so what follows in the, the Ten Commandments, we can sort of divide into, into two groups. Uh, the first four commandments describe how the Israelites were supposed to relate to God, and the last six commandments describe how the Israelites were to relate to uh, to each other, to uh, to other people. And God gave the the commandments; He gave the law to the people, the Mosaic law to the people for for their own good. Uh, it set boundaries for them about how they were how they were supposed to behave and how they would be uh, an example to to people around them. Um, the law, as you know, is given to Moses, also addressed things like dietary guidelines and guidelines about how they were to to worship him and how they were to to sacrifice. And so, some people might ask, well, why you know why is the law as given to Moses? Why is it even relevant to us today in the 21st century? I mean, we don't we don't follow the dietary rules that that God gave Moses. Jesus declared that all foods were clean, and so we we don't we don't have to follow those anymore. But the Bible, I think, helps us to understand um, how, how the law is applicable to us, what it, what it means to us, and we really don't have to go any further than the words of Jesus, and he, how, he, he explained it and how the law is relevant to us and what God's desire for us is. So Matthew 22, uh, starting in verse 35, Jesus summarized the law in two commandments, two short commandments and he was being questioned by by a lawyer uh, in fact and Matthew 22 verse 35 says one of them a lawyer asked him a question testing him teacher which is the greatest commandment in the law and he said to him Jesus said to him you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind this is the great and foremost commandment the second 
is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the, the prophets. Both those commands start in the same way. You shall love. And one about how we're supposed to love God and one how we're supposed to love our neighbor. And uh, they, they, they complement each other in a way that you can't, you can't follow one without following the other. I can't love God the way that I'm supposed to if I don't love my neighbor the way I'm supposed to. And I can't love my neighbor the way I'm supposed to uh, unless I love God the way that I'm supposed to. And so obedience uh, to the commands is, is not, just a, it's not just a checklist of things where we check off, oh, I did well with these today and I, I didn't do well with these. But obedience includes both the heart and, and, and our actions. And Jesus gave an example uh, over in Matthew 5, uh, 27 and 28. He made reference to commandment number 7 uh, from Exodus 20. He said, You've heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in, in his heart. So obviously if I look at a woman uh, with lust in my heart, I, I don't really love her. And I really don't love God either because I'm taking someone whom he made in his own image and likeness and treating her or looking at her in a way that he didn't, he didn't intend as, as almost an object. And so unlike the, the government um, that sometimes uses the threat of incarceration if we don't follow all the laws or the government who um, maybe says that, you know, well, they're going to be fine to help compliance, um, God, God has a, a higher standard, I think, for our obedience, and he wants us to obey him because we love him. And, and the, I think one of, the, one of the neat things about God, one of the many neat things about God is he doesn't just leave us to love him and to be obedient to him on our, on our own. Um, Hebrews 10, and we'll, we'll close with this, he helps us to be that, he helps us with that, that obedience because he makes it a matter of, of our heart. Hebrews 10, 15, um, the writer says, and the Holy Spirit also testifies to us, for after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws upon their heart and on their mind I will write them. He then says, and their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. God writes his law on our hearts. It's not, it's not a checklist of things for us to follow. He writes, us, he writes his law upon our hearts and, and the consequence of that means that our desire will be to submit to him because we recognize like he, he wanted the Israelites over in, in Exodus 20. He wanted them to obey because of what he'd done for them in this great magnificent way that he brought them out of Egypt. He wanted them to obey because they loved him and, and they didn't always and were judged for it. He wants the same from us. He wants us to desire to submit to him because we're glad to obey him. We recognize that his law, his commands are for our good. He gives us boundaries because he loves us, not, not to restrict us and not to, not to enslave us really, but he gives us boundaries that in, in a way keep us free we love him and obey, and we want to obey him because he loved us first. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for today. Uh, thank you for your word and, and Lord, your Holy Spirit that, um, that helps us to understand it. God, I pray that you'd help me and help people who are listening today to be obedient to you, not, not out of compulsion, 
not in a not in a begrudging way but lord because they love you because they recognize that you love them and that you you set boundaries for our behavior you you give us instructions for our own good you give us instructions lord to help make us into the image of your son we thank you that you keep working with us that you don't quit and uh, that you you want to help us be um, be the men and women that that you want it's in jesus name we pray amen have a good day.